0: Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Revival Labels through God's servant, Chidebele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website, www.carverwayonline.org, or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Revival Labels. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen.
1: das ja yo
2: Grace. Oh, oh, give, give me grace. Oh, give me grace to follow thee, my dear, your hand, my friend. Give me grace.
3: time. Give me grace to follow. Oh,
1: give, give me grace, and I will follow you, my master and my
2: friend. When I hear you begin to wash Tell him that you have come again today for an encounter with him. La rabashanda rabast, lende lende lebushanda, rando kanda labastanda Thank you, Jesus. Sing this song. Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, do it again. Oh, Lord, do it again in my life.
1: Ask
2: him to open your eyes tonight You
1: go Zulu Araba shantara baba
2: sandele Do something new in my life today. Encounter my life today
1: with the fullness of your glory.
2: In the
3: name of Jesus. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity you have granted us again today to be blessed by you. As we have gathered at your feet, we ask you to speak your word unto us. Let every one of us receive an impartation of your grace, a transformation that comes by the revelation of your word in our lives. An encounter that will launch us into the height of spiritual life that you want us to be at this point. Build us by your word, which is able to build us and to give us inheritance among the saints. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. It's necessary again for us to look at the topic becoming a spiritual man, because we cannot really get into the power of divine love if we are not spiritual. Divine love is the love of God himself and it takes a spiritual man to understand and walk in it. So I want us to start our journey today from the book of First Corinthians, chapter 2. Becoming a spiritual man
2: is the topic. First Corinthians chapter 2 Verse 14.
3: But the natural man receiveth not the things. Of the spirit of God For they are foolishness unto him Neither can he know them Because they are spiritually discerned But he that is spiritual Judges all things Yet he himself Is not Is judged of no man for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? For we have the mind of Christ. Look at chapter 3 verse 1 to 3. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For he I you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are you able. For you are yet carnal. For we are asked that it is among you envy, strife, and divisions. Are you not carnal and walk as men? Praise the Lord.
2: The passage we have read showed us three kinds of men the natural man, the spiritual man, and the carnal man. A natural man is a man without
3: God's life in his spirit and without the spirit of God living in him. Every unbeliever is a natural man, their spirit is dead towards God, they are natural. They don't have the spirit of God living inside of them. Who is a canal man? Is a man that has God's life in him. He also has the spirit of God living in him, but he does not follow the leadings of the spirit in him. So He differs from the natural man because he is born again, he has God's life. But he doesn't follow the leading of the spirit that is in him. A spiritual man is a man that has God's life and God's spirit in him. But he constantly follows the leadings of the Holy Spirit in him. The natural man is so limited in, in the things of God that he cannot receive them or understand them as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Believers are divided into two. The carnal believers and the spiritual believers. The problem of the carnal believers is that they don't want to yield totally to the will of God and allow God to be completely in charge of your life. A spiritual man is characterized by three things. Number one, he is totally yielded unto God. That's one thing that characterizes a spiritual man. He has surrendered completely to the Lord. The Lord is practically the Lord of his life. He is living to please the Lord. He diligently discovers the will of God. And always do that will of God. He is a totally yielded man. That's a spiritual man that's number one number two a spiritual man is also known as a man whose love for the Lord is supreme. He loves the Lord above every other person and every other thing, including himself. A spiritual man has given his all his heart to the Lord. And he has loved the Lord With all his heart, soul, mind and strength That's the second thing that characterizes him And as a result of that of course He obeys the Lord, he follows him Number three thing that characterizes a spiritual man Is that he's a mind whose mind has been renewed With the word of God Such that he always thinks in line with the word of God he always acts consequently according to the word of God Romans chapter 8 verse 14 showed us that as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God and that is what it means to be a spiritual man to be a spiritual man is to be a man that is led by the spirit of God always Listen, a carnal man is a believer who can be led by the Spirit of God sometimes. But at another time, he will still follow his flesh. So in the life of a carnal believer, the Spirit of God is not fully manifested. He is not fully in charge. In a day, he may follow the Spirit from morning to 12 o'clock. Maybe from 12, in the, uh, in 12 noon to 6 p.m., he will start following the flesh. And then he will come back again in night to follow the spirit. That is a carnal person. If you are a believer like that, you need to become a spiritual man. A spiritual man follows the leading of the Holy Ghost. From 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. He makes sure that everything he does is according to the leading of the spirit. That is what God intended for us to become. Look at Galatians chapter five, verse sixteen to eighteen, and verse twenty-five. Galatians five sixteen said, "This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfil the lust of the flesh." For the flesh lost it against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the spirit, I am reading verse 18 now. But if you be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Then verse 25 said, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Is there anybody with the Living Bible?
2: So that you will read for us the Living Bible equivalent of that passage. Galatians chapter Galatians chapter 5 Verse 16
3: Okay I advise you to obey Listen to that In Living Bible Verse 16 I advise you to obey Only the Holy Spirit's Instructions Only the Holy Spirit's Instructions only. He will tell you where to go and what to do. And then you won't always be doing the wrong things your evil nature wants you to do. That's what it means to be a spiritual man. A spiritual man is a man that obeys only what the Holy Spirit instructs him to do. Only. He will not obey the Holy Spirit and obey his flesh or obey another person that is instructing contrary to the Holy Spirit. He will always and only obey what the Holy Spirit instructs him or her to do. He will tell you where to go. He will tell you what to do. And then you will not be following What your natural Evil nature wants to do If you want to know A perfect example of a Spiritual man in the Bible We can look at our Lord Jesus Let's see some of the Examples of how He manifested Spirituality which is an example For us We are to copy him We can't talk about becoming a spiritual man Without referring to him because the life he lived on the earth is an exemplary life for all of us to follow and to copy. So let's look at some examples from his life. Look at Mark chapter 1. I want you to see what happened from verse 29. The Bible said he entered into Peter's house. And then he saw his mother in law sick of a fever. He hid her. That healing, that evening of uh, Peter's mother-in-law Attracted a lot of people Look at verse 32, Mark 1, 32 And at evening, when the sun did set They brought unto him all that were diseased And them that were possessed with devils And all the city was gathered together at the door and he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases, and cast out many devils. And suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. That's what happened that evening. The Bible says all the city. So it's not a small crusade. This one is not many people from the city. Many, In fact, all the people in the city, all the men, all the adults, all the youth, all the children, they gathered. With all kinds of sickness and problems, they came And the Bible says, Jesus ministered, healed all of them. It's an evening crusade. But look at what happened in the morning, verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place. And there prayed. Jesus rose up and went to pray early in the morning. Look at what happened In verse 36 And Simon Peter And they that were with him The other 11 They followed after him They did not know where he was They were searching for him Verse 37 And when they had found him After they sought for him They discovered where he was What What did they say to him? They said unto him, All men seek thee. All men seek thee. This is happening in the morning. In the night, they had crusades. In the morning, what happened? All of them came back again looking for him. As if they are saying, Please let the morning crusade start But what was the answer of Jesus In verse 38 And he said unto them Let us go into the next towns That I may preach there also For therefore came I forth Did you see that? All men are looking for you The man said, I am not going there this morning. I am going to the next town. How did he conclude where to go that morning? Are you getting that? It could have been normal. After all, it is not his thing. To go back since all men are looking for him for the crusade to continue the morning section but Jesus said I am not going back that is what we we call spirituality when we are talking about becoming a spiritual man we are talking about following the leading of the Holy Spirit while he was praying that morning The Holy Spirit opened his eyes to see that his ministry in that city has ended. That he should not go back there. If he has gone back there, he would have prayed for people. But that will not be what God wants him to do. Do you understand that? A spiritual man is a man that follows the leading of the Holy Spirit. All men are looking for you. Ah! They are already seated. They are waiting for you. They said that you are Israel that they came for. Now, please, I want you to look at the matter practically. What do you think happened to those men that came to that house that morning after they have waited? What do you think they did? They went back to their house. If it is you, I know you. You will not have the heart. Something will be telling you. Hey, it's somehow. Eh? At least let me, let me go and tell them that um, they should start going that the ministry is not there this morning. Is it not true? That's what I, you do, I know you. You will not like to, for them to feel bad. Eh? People that have left their houses and they have come, some of them, you know, th- that kind of setting may be. Some people may trek far distance carrying a sick person again this morning. Are you getting it? And they are waiting. But Jesus is not careful, Is not trying to make them not to be offended, he's following somebody. Spirituality demands that you must be a man that follows the spirit, not people. A spiritual man does not follow the needs of men. He follows the leading of the Spirit. He does not go where needs are. He goes where the Spirit is. That is one thing that is affecting being led by the Spirit in the life of many believers. Needs of people around you. They can affect your spirituality if you are not careful. All men are looking for you. They want you to come and minister to them. But the man said, no. I can't go. Because what the Spirit is leading me to do now is not to go there. So I want you to see that it's not even the issue of sin. If you go back, they will start telling lies. No. he will not commit sin. But going back means Doing what he is not led by the Spirit to do what? To do. So it's not a matter of uh, whether what you are doing is wrong. Or whether it is right. Eh? It is whether that is exactly what God wants you to do. That is what makes what you are doing spiritual. As a student, if you are reading your books when the Lord wants you to be praying, you are not a spiritual person. If you are praying, when the Lord wants you to be be doing your assignment, you are not a spiritual man. And if you are doing your assignment, when the Lord wants you to do your assignment, you are a spiritual man. Don't be confused by religion. Because, You need to distinguish between religious activities and spirituality. Eh? You know, sometimes we think that when you are praying 6 hours, or you are praying uh, 10 hours, or maybe somebody say, as I was preparing for this message, eh, I spent 10 hours praying for you. And then you say, hey, this man is a spiritual man, I have not even prayed for one hour. And, and then maybe after that message, I hear you say, I will try, practice even if I don't reach ten hours, let me try to reach five hours. Look at what you are doing. What is it that motivated you trying to pray for uh, five hours? Eh? You heard that somebody prayed five hours. It is not the spirit that led you into that. Eh? You are a canal person. A spiritual man is a man that is led by the Spirit in everything. And a spiritual thing is what the Spirit has led a man to do. You know, some of us are thinking that if you resign your job or stop your business and begin to serve God you know, fully with all your time, that you will do better. You will please God. You will be you know, what is making you to think that way is that You are thinking that when you are in the laboratory as a scientist Doing research, that you are not doing spiritual thing. Something is making you think that as you are in that office You know, carrying file and then attending to people's um, mail and all of that That you are not serving God You are not, is a secular, you know that language Is a secular. So you keep saying, Oh God, what will you deliver me from this secular work? So that I will start doing. Let me tell you, there's nothing secular for a spiritual man. If God wants you to give your full time and attention to the work of the ministry, that's all right. That's what He wants. Go ahead and do that because that's what He wants you to do. But not because you are thinking that. You know, I remember some years ago, one of my friends that just graduated, you know what he told me? He said, I want to give my, 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 all my time to serve God in full time ministry now. I said, Why? He said, Because I want to give God the, the prime of my youth. I, I don't know what I get. I, I, he, he said, He noticed that from now to the next 10 years is the prime of his youth. So, you he don't, he don't want to do any any work. he just want to give God everything. Serving him from morning to night, night to morning. Now look at the distortion in understanding. Serving him. He is thinking that the person that is in the market selling goods and services as a, a Christian is not serving God by that year. Let me tell you, everything that the Spirit of God is leading you to do at every point in time is service. Reasonable service unto him. If you resign and the Lord wants you to be working, you are the most canal person. You may think that you are doing great work for the Lord but you are seen as a canal person. I don't know whether you are getting that. You need to have a correct understanding of who is a spiritual man. Religion has blinded the eyes of so many believers and they don't even understand what, where the emphasis is for God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. What He wants you to do is what you should discover and be doing, always. You don't look at another person. You don't look at needs, needs around. You don't look at people's face and say, hey, I don't know how they will feel about it or how they will see it. How can my mother see it? How can my father see it? How can my brothers and sisters see it? No! A spiritual man is a man that is led by the Spirit of God in everything he does. You don't need to feel like doing it before you do it. Eh? You don't even do it because you think that that thing is good. You do it because it is the will of God for you. Let us read again John chapter 5 in the same vein. Okay, Before we move to John chapter 5, look at The same thing that happened in Mark 1. Look at Jesus doing the same thing again in Luke 5. Luke 5 verse 15 and 16. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. And great multitudes came together to hear. And to be healed by him of their infirmities. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. Look at what happened here. People gathered with a hunger to hear the word of God from Jesus. They gathered to be ministered unto. Jesus was aware that they were gathered. But he was not found in their midst. The Bible says he withdrew. New King James or NIV say But he often withdrew By the time they are saying yes The man of God that is to preach to us Is Jesus of Nazareth Let's clap our hands as we welcome him to the pulpit You will look for him, you will not see him Because at that particular point in time What the spirit wants him to do Is not preaching The spirit wants him to pray At that time Do you understand Do you understand you don't say, hey, I want to finish this Christian literature Today Thank God for that goal But be sure that the Spirit of God Does not want you to visit a sister That needs to be encouraged At that time you are trying to finish that Christian literature If the Spirit of God Wants you to finish, you visit a sister And you are saying, no, 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 no I have decided to set a goal For myself That I must be finishing a Christian literature Every week Very powerful But make sure the goal is given by Him. And you follow Him to know how He will lead you and help you to to meet the goal. Do you understand that? Spirituality is the need of the hour for every child of God. If we are going to walk with God, if we are going to achieve the purpose of God for our life, it cannot be any other way other than following the leading of the Spirit in everything that we do John chapter 5 In John chapter 5 it was a story of how Jesus went to a pool of Bethesda that is a pool they call pool of Bethesda In that pool there are multitudes of impotent folk people that are having one sickness or the other are, we are there they were there waiting for the you know, moving of the water, and the Bible says that an angel of the Lord comes occasionally to steer the water. And whoever is the first to enter will get his healing. After the first person gets his healing, others will not get their healing. So he just entered there. The Bible says, Multitude of impotent folk look at it in verse 3. Look at verse 3, Matthew, uh, John 5, verse 3. In this lay a great Multitude of impotent folk, blind, hot, withered, waiting for the moving of, of the water. Multitude, multitude, great of great multitude. They were waiting. What is it that Jesus did when he entered in their midst? He didn't organize a healing night. Eh? He didn't organize a healing crusade. What did he do? He just went to one man. Just one man. It was not by chance. It was predetermined. He went to the man and, and asked me a question. Do you want to be made whole? The man said, that's why I'm here. I've been here for so long. The problem I have is that I don't have any man. That will, you know, help me when the water is steered by the engine. And Jesus said, oh yeah, take your mat and go home. And the man carried his mat and went home. That's healing. And the Bible said Jesus left that place. When the Pharisees saw the man carrying his mat home, they said, why are you... Defiling the Sabbath. You are not supposed to carry a load on the Sabbath. Thou shall do no work on the Sabbath. Carrying a mat is a work. Why do you defy the Sabbath? The man said, well, I don't know what people are saying. The person that healed me told me to carry my mat and go home. And I carried my mat and I'm going home. You people should go and settle with the person because I'm living by instruction. They asked him, who is the person that said you carry your mat?" He started looking for the person. He didn't see him again. He didn't even know the person that did the healing. I don't want to go into that because it's another matter altogether. But Jesus found him later and said, "Oga, you have been made whole. Make sure that you don't go back to sin so that a bigger problem will not befall you. And he got to know That it was Jesus He now went to tell them That the person that did that Is Jesus of Nazareth They said Hey this man again eh, is always fond of Doing miracles on the Sabbath day They confronted him And Jesus said The reason why I heal this man Is because My father is working Until now and I am walking as I see him walk. You need to look at that. Look at that in verse 17. Are you seeing that? Then Jesus answered them, My father walketh itato, and I walk. Then verse 19. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The son can do nothing of himself, But what he sees the father do, For what things soever he does, this also doeth the son likewise what he sees the father do, I don't know whether you understand that, while he was praying that morning, he saw in a revelation where the father healed that particular faith, that particular man he saw it, that was how he got to know that the father has decided to do what to heal that man, only that man not a healing crusade And so, instead of wasting his time Can you imagine organizing one hour prayer For all the uh, multitude of people there And at the end of one hour Only one person will get healed Is that not a waste of time? Eh? He was able to spot out What the, 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 the father wanted him to do He did exactly that that is what it, we, we need to be spiritual. Spirituality is, is not doing everything. You are not trying to do everything to impress people. For people to know that you are a man of God. You are shouting, you are prophesying, you are doing this one, you are doing that one. It is to find out what God wants to do per time. And do that which God wants to do. In, in John 7, move to 7. In John 7, his brothers asked him to go to Jerusalem. And show people that he's a man of God. Why will he be hiding in the village? And Jesus said to them in verse 6, My time is not yet come. But your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but me it hated. Because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. Go ye up into this feast. I go not up yet unto this feast. Why? For my time is not yet full come. And when he has said these words unto them, he abode still in Galilee. Are you seeing that? Look at the life that he lived. That's what we call being spiritual. You are not just careful to discover the, the will of God. You are also dis- careful to discover the timing of what? Of God. Is it the time? He later went to that feast. But he went to that feast at God's own what? Time. Sister, somebody is coming for your hand in marriage. Say, Missy, I'm, I'm not ready for marriage now. She has not prayed. She has not prayed to know whether... It is God's time for her to marry By herself She has said I want to finish my masters And when I finish my masters I will start my PhD Then I must have started work It is at that point I can now consider marriage Please, I don't want to be distracted by proposal She has not prayed That's the problem If she has prayed and the Lord has given her this information And she is now saying it That can be acceptable Are you getting it? But she has not prayed. She has a plan for her life. And she's following her plan. Not the plan of God. Because she has not determined the timing of God. We are not meant to live like that. We are supposed to follow the leading of the spirit. Part time. Somebody say part time. At every point in time. There is something the Lord wants you to be doing. That is why. We must be spiritual. To be able to discern it. Remember the first passage we read, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. A natural man, he can never understand the things of the spirit. They are foolishness unto him. He will not understand why you are doing what you are doing. He will not understand, you know, sometimes he, look as, he looks as if you are suffering yourself. Eh? When you want to do the will of God or do what God wants, especially when it's not reasonable. But it takes being spiritual to, to discern the will of God, to discern it, and then, then to stick to it. Whether people around you understand you or not. That is being spiritual. A spiritual man will always be, you know, fought by carnal and natural people because they cannot understand you, they will always oppose you. Look at the brothers of Jesus. They are canna. they say look at all the miracles you are doing and you are hiding in this village go to the township and show people your ministry so that they will understand that a prophet has risen in Nazareth that's their reasoning their mindset is that you carry something for people to, to celebrate you, for you to be a celebrity and you are hiding but Jesus is not carried away, may you not be carried away in the name of Jesus Christ you must learn to, be, to, be, to discern what God wants you to do at every point in time. That is what it means to be a spiritual man. And be on it. You must not wait for people to welcome the idea. You must not wait for people to understand it. All you need is heavenly approval. Not men's approval. People may frown at you today, but the same people will come back tomorrow to so say, ah, you are wise when you took that decision. That's what I have always seen all my life. Because when I take a decision and I am on the move, you can't understand me. Except if you are spiritual. But finally people will turn around and see that this decision is the right decision. It's pays to be a spiritual man. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. I want us to read it together. 1, 2, go. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. This is unusual. I hope you know this is not a mistake. This Bible verse is not a mistake. So, if you know, if you agree that it is not a mistake, let's do some little practical. Sister, if the Holy Ghost come to you now and say, The devil, not a demon, the devil himself is waiting for you in the wilderness. Eh? Follow me so that I will take you there, so that you will go for him to tempt you. Will you agree? (laughs) Eh? Jesus was led by the Spirit not into the palace. Into where? The wilderness. And it's not as if you are going to the wilderness for a wonderful program. eh? You know, people normally go to mountain and wilderness for program, isn't it? Who are you going to meet in the wilderness? The devil. And is there to tempt you? Yet, he was led by the Spirit to go, and he followed the leading of the Spirit. He did not, you know, draw back. As the Spirit is leading me, he says, "Yes, let's go." Amen. So you see, why, why, why we are looking at that verse is that. It may not be reasonable When the spirit is leading you Into some certain things But you must follow him All you just need to do is to hear him Somebody say All I just need to do is to hear him And once you hear him Whether what you heard is reasonable or not You must follow Because you will notice that After the temptation There was a promotion so we can see that our Lord Jesus, all his life, okay, you remember that he preached his first sermon at the age of 30. Do you remember? You know he's the son of God at the age of 25. Do you remember? He's the son of God at the age of 20, isn't it? The Bible says, from, from that time, Jesus began to preach. Why didn't he preach before that time? He was an ordinary carpenter, eh? An ordinary carpenter. His father was a carpenter. I learned that, you know, 10 years after the marriage of Mary and Joseph, that Joseph died. That's what the book of history told us. Now, from that point, that, that was when Jesus was ten years old, or maybe nine. Eh? From that point, he grew up into his father's what? So you can imagine Jesus. He knows he's God, but he's doing his carpentry work faithfully. He will collect seeds and do the work. And you know, he took his work serious Waiting for the time. Somebody say, waiting for the time. That is what we call spirituality. Do you know that at his baptism, God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He has not started preaching. A man that has not preached one message, God is saying, the way he has lived his life from the one to the uh, 30 years, I am well pleased. I am well pleased. I'm not saying you should not preach but there are times you may enter a bus eh? You may want to preach It yes, has happened to me several days. And the spirit of God said, no I have prepared somebody to preach And then I will keep quiet Before you know it, somebody will say praise the Lord And in most cases There will be something I will learn From that person's preaching But I don't know I don't know where you're getting that It happened to Paul in Acts team. He wanted to go into Asia The spirit of God said no he wanted to go into Bithynia The spirit of Jesus said no And he started praying until he saw a vision of Macedonia Are, are you getting it? That something is good Religious and right Does not make it spiritual Write it down It's good It's right is religious Does not make it spiritual What makes anything spiritual Is whether it is the spirit of God that is leading you into it. You wake up in the morning instead of you to be in your office on time or in your business by seven o'clock on time. You will just be lazy about, and then by ten o'clock you go there, and you say you are a Christian. Who led you to do that again? Can the spirit of God lead a businessman and say Today no, you're not going to shop I want you to stay indoor And people will come around and they will not see you Can he come to you and say You are going to shop by 12 o'clock today These are the things that We follow unbelievers to live their life Every morning you are watching out You have not prayed to seek God like Jesus To know how the day will go God will change our life today If you believe that, say a louder Amen. We are going to consider some apex reasons why we must pursue spirituality. Apex reasons why we must pursue becoming a spiritual man. And I want to start with number one. Only a spiritual man is useful for the Lord or to the Lord. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Verse 19 Said Nevertheless the foundation of God Standeth sure, having this seal The Lord knoweth them That are his And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ Depart from iniquity But in a great house There are not Only vessels of gold And of silver But also of wood and of Earth and some to honor, and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meat for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. resourcefulness, spiritual resourcefulness is one outstanding reason why we must pursue to become spiritual. The truth is that only one kind of person is is useful to the Lord and that is the spiritual man. There are several reasons why why this is truth. Number one, Is only a spiritual man that can discover, discern what the will of the Lord is at every point in time and do it. It takes a spiritual man to hear God. Eh? From from Adam, from the beginning of creation, God has always wanted a man on the earth that will rule for him. A man on the earth that he can communicate with. To execute his will on the earth That's God's intention For creating man To have dominion over all other things But that can only happen By his relationship with the man He will always tell the man What he wants to be done And the man will execute his will Thy will be done on earth As it is being done we are Who will do the will of God on earth Angels Man That is spirituality It takes a spiritual man to discern that way and to do it. What determines a man's usefulness is to the Lord is not necessarily the size of what he is doing or how religious what he is doing is. Eh? Let me give you an example if you brother you are invited to minister to a group of people and you know that they will not be more than 10 you know that is the way you will prepare and you go and minister and then the people that will be there are maybe students and you are a graduate that kind of thing now you got another invitation to minister to a group of people that will be more than 1,000 Eh? and among them are professionals people that are working higher than you in every aspect of life please let's be honest which of these two ministration programs will you take more time to prepare well and then you know (laughs) that is what we mean by being kinder do you understand? You are carnal to think that you need to prepare yourself where well to minister to great people. But when they, it is one person, you know, sometimes you may you may be, you see, you think that they are going to be hundred. When you now get there, there are only two, and then you now reduce your neighbor. That is carnality. Is a wrong. Mindset coming from the carnal mind. Eh? As far as God is concerned, when God has sent you to deliver a message, whether to one person, whether to a child, whether to a, a governor, God wants you to be serious and give your best. We are always being this. You see, until your mindset changes, you will never be spiritual we are going to come to that point because these are the things that affect our being led by the Spirit sometimes you see ministers I'm talking to ministers now changing their program you have accepted to minister to this group of people then another group now came and and wanted to book, book you the same time the same time you have accepted the other people then you now say to the other people you have accepted before Please, uh, something came up, can I send somebody to, 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 I can't come again, because you are feeling that you, you, you will need to go to the other place where there will be bigger or more people. This is carnality. You cannot go far with God that way. A spiritual man is a man that is useful to the Lord. Sometimes. Where God wants you to go may be in that obscurity. There could be somebody there, maybe one person. He wants to use you to touch that person's life. Spiritual people, they don't reason like ordinary people. Because their concern is the Lord. They want to get the Lord. They want to know what God is saying, what God wants at a point in time and do it. sometimes we think that the man that is preaching is doing a better and a bigger and a more useful work to God than the man that arranged the seat or the altar. Isn't that what you think? Some of us because the, maybe the video camera is on him and then you think that is not true when we talk about being useful to God In spirituality, we are talking about you. That thing that God has prepared you, he said, if any man will purge himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor. That is prepared. Did you see the word prepared there? There is something that God has prepared you to do. It may it may not be preaching on the pulpit, it may be an uttering work, it may be cleaning and sweeping the venue prepared, and then useful for the master. Useful for the master. Only spiritual people can be useful. Because what God wants to be done is His will. Not any other thing. And it's only the spiritual man that can know it and do it. And that is why many believers desire to be used by God. They don't know that To be used by God first of all That's where the problem is They have a distorted understanding Of being used by God You don't know that To be used by God To do mighty things Is actually Being available to do That thing that He wants you to do Not what you want to do Eh? Lord use me I'm available. Use me. But there is something you are eyeing. There's another thing that is in your mind that you are calling God about you, calling um, you, being used by God. One of the reasons why only spiritual men are useful to God is that it's only spiritual men that can retain God's anointing on their life. When God want to use me to do anything the first thing God does eh, is to anoint me for what He want to to use me to do sometimes the anointing will come long before the manifestation of that sometimes it may come maybe shortly before that but it is constant that anytime God wants to use any man for anything There must be an anointing specifically for that purpose. Are you following me? For example, this preaching I am preaching now. You need to know that I am anointed for it. You may not even know when. But I know some years ago when what is happening now began to you know, trickle down on my life. When the anointing came. For every assignment, every divine assignment, there is an anointing for it. But one problem with carnal people, carnal believers, is that a carnal man cannot retain an anointing. If I give you a basket, you know that um, thief you normally use when you want to pour rice fetch a, a cooking of rice uh-huh. you know that if I gave you, give you that kind of thing and ask you to use it go, to go and fetch water for me what will you do
1: <laughs>
3: you will not consider me reasonable isn't it you cannot fetch water with it because when you pour water on that uh, basket what will happen The water will go out. Because there are leakages. That is the life of a canal person. Eh? There are leakages. Eh? As long as you are you are following the flesh. Anytime, even if you are in the spirit and you move into the flesh, you have entered into leakage uh, state. Whatever deposits. In the name of or form of grace or anointing that you have collected from God, we all leak out. The tongue of carnal believers, tongue is the greatest leakage point of anointing. When you are talking, but not according to the spirit leading, whatever power, anointing, grace you have collected from God is leaking out. Whenever you are acting, but not as the Spirit leads, you are losing power, you are losing anointing, you are losing grace. And you cannot be used by God. You know, when we are talking about God using you, it's actually God doing the work. I hope you know that. But how God does the work through us is by anointing, it's the anointing that, you know, moves. But that anointing that he has anointed you for the work, we all leak out by canality. That's why we say only the spiritual is useful. Because when you collect anointing from God, the anointing will remain. But when you are, you know, your life is full of holes as a result of your following the flesh and walking in the flesh. Then, whatever anointing you have collected from God will all leak out of your life. And that is why we continue to go around a particular spot. You see yourself saying, "Ah, I want God to use me, but nothing is happening. I want to go far with God, but you seem to be in the same place. You are moving, though, because you go for conferences, you go for retreats, you even go for personal set apart. But when you come back, everything you collected will all do what? Leak out. Because of the flesh. By the time you get angry, quarrel, fight, and then speak all kinds of useless words and all of that, everything you collected from personal set apart, or conference, we all leak out. So, you are moving, but you are, you know this kind of cyclic movement. You are just moving. You they say, are you me? You say, yes, I'm moving forward. We are marching forward, but it's actually, uh, you are moving what? After some time, you notice that you are still at the same spot where you are before. You have never moved out. So, productivity, productivity in the things of God can only be achieved by being led by the Spirit. Do you know what productivity is? Let me illustrate it. You know, somebody illustrated it by being, or doing the, 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 the necessary things. There are, there are things that are, are good, but they are not necessary. You know, when Paul was saying something, he said all things are, are lawful, but not everything. How do you know the expedient ones? Only the Holy Ghost will tell you. How do you know the ones that are so necessary for you to progress? Only the Holy Ghost will tell you. Otherwise, you will be faced with all things that are good, that are lawful, that everybody is doing. Eh? If a student has an exam and there are, there is a textbook that the lecturer is going to set the exam from. And the student is reading for let's say 12 hours the day before. Trying to you know, sometimes because the students want to do well, I remember those days we were in school. Especially when I was in year one, you say, Yes, you must have a first class. When they say, Go for prayer meeting, you say, No, I want to have first class. And you'll be reading. Eh? By the time you finish reading and you read nine chapters out of the ten chapters, and you are very confident that. Kai, I have covered this course. Say this small one, this little one. You know? And then, if you meet lecturers like myself, sometimes we can go to that one chapter you did not read. The question is to be five. We will set four from there. That one chapter you did not read. But you have read nine. Now, another person just came by the spirit somebody said by the spirit and the spirit said don't read any other thing read this one chapter and he read it and mastered it these two persons who have between two of them who has worked harder for the exam the first one that read nine chapters isn't it mastering nine chapters but who will do better in the exam that's what we call spirituality eh the reason why you need to be a spiritual woman is so that the Spirit will be guiding you on the very thing that will give results. Not doing everything. Eh? Your life will be producing the required results that every, every student wants to pass. But exam is a mystery to students because they don't know where the question will come from. But if you become spiritual enough, So know where the equation will come from. I remember those days when we learned wisdom of study group as students and so we decided to form study group among believers and our ideology is where two or more are gathered in my name. I am dear. So when we want to start the study group we say Holy Ghost Lord we have gathered in your name so you are here. What happens in that study group is a mystery to tomorrow because Anything that was mentioned is already in the question paper. And there's no way anything will be in the question paper without being revealed in that study group. Especially when we are doing revision. I don't know what you're getting me. I'm talking about productivity. Sometimes you wonder why you are doing so many things, but you are not seeing the kind of result you are expecting. It's lack of spirituality. Canality is the problem. When you become spiritual, the Holy Ghost will be telling you the, the right key. You don't be you know when you have a bunch of key and you don't know the particular key. Eh? What do you normally do? You try this one. You didn't open. You try the other one, you didn't open. You try, try. It's time you are using to try, and even the tension you are using to think that if you open now, open now, you didn't open. You say, no, no, no. All those trial and error, why don't you get the right? I don't know whether you are getting me. Some will try this relationship. It did not work. They will come out. They will try this other one. It did not work. They will come out. They will try the other relationship. It did not work. You are wasting your time. Wasting your emotions. Wasting your years. Wasting. That's why you cannot fulfill the purpose of God in your lifetime. In your allotted time of your life. If not by the Spirit. Because it's only the Spirit that will be guiding you on the right relationship. Right relationship, Right friendship. Right, you know, right ship. You, you don't jump into the wrong ship, and after staying there for two years, hey, I didn't know that this is a wrong ship. I, I quit. You enter another ship, wasting your time and life. Please learn to be spiritual. If you become spiritual, your life will become very useful. To people around you, to your generation, you see God using you, you to do great things. You must pursue spirituality Because only spiritual men Can be useful To God Another reason why you must pursue spirituality Becoming a spiritual man Is that only a spiritual man Can please God Only a spiritual man can please God Look at Romans chapter 8 Verse 5 to 8 There is therefore okay, Verse 1 said Romans 8 verse 1 said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Then look at verse um, 5. Verse 5 said, For they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is an against God. For it is not subject to the Lord of God. Neither indeed can be. Can we echo verse 8 together. One, two, go. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Very powerful. Those is a conclusion of the whole thing he has written from verse one to seven. I say, let me conclude everything I have spoken in, from verse one to uh, seven. In verse eight, and what is the conclusion of the matter, please? So then, anyone that is in the flesh cannot please God. What does it mean to be in the flesh? To be carnal? To be following the flesh? Eh? They cannot please God. If you are in the flesh, always mark the word, cannot. Cannot means that you may want to please God, but you don't have the strength. The capacity to discover the will of God and do it, is only available for the spiritual man. The one in the flesh has no capacity to please God, to do what God wants. Even if you say, this year I am going to please God, is a new year resolution, I am going to walk with God, I'll Let me tell you, you don't have capacity Those in the flesh Cannot Say cannot I want to read that same passage from um, Good News Bible Good News said Those who live as their human nature Tells them to Have their minds Controlled by what Human nature wants Those who live as the spirit Tells them to Have their minds Controlled by what the spirit wants. Verse 6 To be controlled by human nature results in death. That's spiritual death. Anytime you are carnal, you are dying. That's what we mean by leaking of power, leakage of anointing. You are losing spiritual life, spiritual strength, spiritual grace, spiritual anointing. To be controlled by the spirit. Result in life and peace And so People Become enemies of God When they are controlled by their human nature For they do not obey God's law And in fact They cannot obey it Those who obey their human nature Cannot please God People become enemies of God When they are controlled By their human nature Carnal believers are enemies of God They may be speaking in tongues But the Bible says they are enemies of what? As long as you are not following the leading of the Spirit As long as it is not the Spirit that is championing the cause of your life The Bible says such a person He may be an ordained minister But he is referred to as what? An enemy, if not enemy. Of God, if we are not spiritual as God intended us to be, we cannot please Him. <laughs> oh my God. It's not possible, oh pleasing God can only be achieved by being spiritual. Look at John chapter 14, verse 30. We are looking at the third, the third reason why we must pursue spirituality. Only the spiritual man can resist the devil. John chapter 14, verse 13. If you are there, let's read it together. One, two, go. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. For the prince of this world cometh and has nothing in me. The prince of this world cometh and has how many things in me? He has nothing inside of me. Who is saying that? The Lord Jesus. Look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a rolling lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. 9. Whom resist, steadfast in the faith, whom do what? Resist to resist is to fight. Look at James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Please listen carefully. The devil is not afraid of your tongue. If you are not a spiritual man, when he says, Satan, I bind you. The first thing Satan does is to shake The person that is binding him And when he he uses his onyokometer To look into your life Jesus said the prince of this world is coming He has what? Nothing He will shake to see whether You have his anger in you You have His malice Unforgiveness in you You have his lies in you. Eh? I hope you know that sin is a natural outcome, outcome of the canal man. Walking in the flesh naturally produces what sin. Naturally, without struggle, no need to pray about it. Just allow the flesh to take over for one minute. In that one minute, you will stay sin. Because the Bible said the works of the flesh are what manifest. They are clear. And what are the works of the flesh? Same. When the devil is looking at you and you say, Yes, you spirit that is troubling my family, I bind you. You are not the first person that has said that. So many people have said that kind of thing. And it amounted to nothing. Why and how? As you are binding the devil, his, you have his properties inside of you. It's only a spiritual man that can speak and say The Prince of this world is coming And he has nothing He has nothing How? Every of my words, actions, decisions Are guided by the spirit May God bring you into that kind of life from today In the name of Jesus Another reason Only the spiritual man can show divine love (laughs) Please permit me to read Galatians chapter 5 Verse 22 and 23 From Living Bible And from the Passion Translation That is the Translation I think it came out newly They call it the Passion Translation So let's read Galatians chapter 5 Verse 22 to 23 From these two versions are you there? Thunder twenty-two. But I'm li- I'm reading the living Bible now. Living Bible say, But when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he the Holy Spirit will produce this kind of fruit in us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. And there is no conflict with Jewish laws I did not understand this scripture until I read, I read the Passion translation Look at how the Passion put it Passion said But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love In all its varied expressions Column Thank God for passion translation because it doesn't look like a correct English. The fruit of the spirit, fruit of the spirit, and you now say, Is you start mentioning so many things. Is that correct English? Let us be honest. Is that correct English that we are taught? Concord, I think we call it Concord. You say, Fruit. It is when I read this, I announced said, Kai is actually divine love that is the fruit of the spirit. And is in, in line with Romans chapter 5 verse 5 6. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Eh? The fruit produced the particular fruit one fruit produced by the Holy Spirit Within you is divine love In all its varied expressions Column Number one Joy that overflows That is an aspect of divine love Are you understanding? Number two Peace that subdues Number three Patience that endures Number four Kindness in action Five, a life full of virtue. Six, faith that prevails. Six, gentleness of heart. And then, strength of spirit. Who produces this fruit in, within you? That's why we say only the spiritual man can bear the fruit of the spirit the canal has no capacity the works of the flesh will keep flowing through your life hatred, somebody offended you somebody treated you bad some time ago you are always remembering it and you are always very angry you cannot be free with this person you are carrying malice against other person you are quarreling with other person this is the born again Christian speaking in tongues he is gossiping, he is speaking evil about people that is the flesh you remember the Corinthians, Paul called them Canna, do you remember? The first passage we read He said you are Canna Why? Because you are envying one another You are backbiting one another You are jealous of one another You are fighting with each other But they are believers, they are born again In fact they are manifesting the gifts. Do you remember? That they were manifesting the gift eh? But at the same time They cannot manifest the fruit Because it takes only The spiritual man To manifest the gift and the fruit. The carnal man can manifest the gift. But he cannot manifest the fruit. Only the spiritual man will make heaven at last. That's one reason why you must pursue becoming a spiritual man. And I would like you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 to 23. Not everyone that said unto me Matthew seven twenty one to 23 Not everyone that said unto me Lord, Lord Shall enter into the kingdom of heaven But he that Doeth the will of my Father Which is in heaven Many will say to me In that day Lord, Lord Have we not prophesied in thy name And in thy name Have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I prophesy unto them. Will I profess unto them? I never know you. Depart from me, ye that walk iniquity. Please pay attention to this scripture. It's a scripture that you know many of us knew, but I want you to pay attention to it. Jesus said, Not everyone that said to me. Lord, Lord, we enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, the, que- the question will now be, who, who are those that will enter into the kingdom of heaven? Who are those people? Who are those people? He say, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. But he, that do it that is showing me something about spirituality listen you don't join yourself with me and say let us be spiritual together spirituality is personal Eh? doing the will of God is personal you cannot meet your elder brother and say elder brother please I want both of us to do the will of God is personal. The only particular place where doing the will of God involves two people is in marriage. Where the brother will agree to do the will of God and the sister will agree to do the will of God. Outside marriage. Every other will of God you are going to do in your life. Eh? I won't do it with you. I may encourage you but I will not be the person that will do the will of God. You will be the one. But he that do it He that does I was taught in English language that Does means Present continuous He that Continuously Does the will of God In the morning you are in it In the afternoon you are in it In the evening Excuse me We are not confused about those who are going to Make heaven at last Those that will make heaven at last already know why they are living on earth. Please ask me how they know. Ask me how they know. They know because Jesus made it clear. This one is an examination with Expo. You are about to enter exam. And they say, um, the question that we come out in the exam is who will enter into the kingdom of heaven? That's the question you are going to answer. And before the exam, you already know. The man that is to ask you the question has already said, the person that will enter into the kingdom of heaven is what? Those that does the will of him. is the an exful. So, if you counted Jesus faithful, and you know that his words are true, and he cannot lie, can't you be sure that you are going to make heaven if you, you know you are doing the will of God at every point in time? Excuse me, your confidence will be very very serious. You'll be very very confident. The only thing you should be ensure you should ensure is that when you wake up today where you are is where God wants you to be. What you are doing is what God wants you to do. Don't compete with people. This race is a race that has no competition. When I see people compete, I laugh. When I see people say "eh." I want to start a ministry. I want to start this. I want to begin to do this. Because maybe you feel that somebody is doing that. You want to begin to do what somebody is doing. It's not by competition. It's by doing what he wants you to do. This person is doing this. Does he want you to do that? Even if he wants you to do that, is it the same way that the person is doing it? That he wants you to do it? Only the spiritual will make heaven at last. That's why you must pursue to be
2: a spiritual man.
3: How do we become spiritual men? How do I, what do I do to become a spiritual man? I will handle it in two sections. Number one, number one. First section is we are going to look at the prerequisites to becoming a spiritual man. And then number two, we are going to look at one practical way. One. I, 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 I sought from the Spirit of God and throughout the scriptures, I discovered only one way of being a spiritual man. Before we look at it very briefly and fast as we conclude, let's look at the prerequisites. Things that must be in place. Things that must be sorted out, settled in your life. If spirituality will be possible at all. And we are getting that from the three characteristics of the, spirit, of the spiritual man. Do you remember? At the beginning we mentioned the three characteristics of the spiritual man. Now let us look at three of them as prerequisites of becoming a spiritual man. The first one we looked at is that the spiritual man, or this time around, the person that must be spiritual must be totally yielded unto the Lord, totally surrendered. You have laid down your life to follow the Lord and to obey Him, to do His will always. You have come to know and to realize that you are not the owner of your life. First Corinthians six nineteen says, What do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, which you have in you from God? He say, you are not your own. You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belongs to God. A life of surrender You have come to that point You are not just saying Jesus is my Lord Indeed he is your Lord You have accepted and established his Lordship over your life Not for a moment But as a way of life Proverbs 3, 5 says Trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. Your steps. You have surrendered. You have said to the Lord, Not my will, but your will. It's not easy to say that. Do you realize that at Gethsemane, the Lord Jesus Christ has to battle with his self will? Do you remember? He said, Lord, nevertheless. Not my will, but what? Your will. It you have to once and for all, lay down your will and take up his will. That's a prerequisite. Until everything is laid on the altar. Until you have totally yielded. Until the... Of course, when you, when you have totally yielded, you will know. Some years ago, I was preaching to a lady in a place of work and she told me something that I, I don't think I will forget till I die. She said, um, I want to be born again, oh, but I don't want to be, I don't want uh, that all that too much born again something. I want something that is a bit more dread. You know, born again that is what? A bit moderate. I don't want all this too much, too much born again something. Something that is a bit what? Moderate. You know what she's saying? I like this born again to an extent. I wouldn't like to follow everything. I will pick the ones that I can do and leave the rest. It doesn't work that way. Spirituality is founded on total yieldedness. Write it down. True spirituality is founded on total yieldedness. When a man has totally yielded himself. The second prerequisite we have mentioned something like that. He must be a man whose love for the Lord is supreme. You must be a man that has loved the Lord with all your heart. Mark 12:30 says, "And thou shalt love the Lord your God with what? All your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength." What is the meaning of all? What is the meaning of all? All is all. You cannot you know be a spiritual man if you have Love the Lord with half of your heart. If there is anything that you have loved. More than you have loved God. You are giving time and attention more than God. If there is anything that you have loved. More than you love God. You must. You know. Over, overturn it today. And set God to be the very love of your heart. It is when he is the very love of your heart. That's when of a truth, you know that you have laid foundation for your spirituality to start. All the spiritual men in the Bible in the, in the contemporary time, they are men that have loved the Lord supremely. All the women that are spiritual, that did great things for God and are doing great things for God, there are women that cannot take a step. The problem we have is that we think we can take a step without hearing the Lord. Eh? That's the problem we have. Something is convincing us that we can try. If God is in it, He will bless it. That is not spirituality. You don't even step out. If you didn't hear the Lord, you must wait to hear Him. That is being a spiritual man. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Because sometimes we think that since I didn't hear from God, I think I can go ahead. You are moving out of spirituality. Any time you want to take a step, He must be. If you are to take 10 steps in a day, to be a spiritual man is to allow the Lord to lead you in that 10 steps. Not 9 over 10. 9 over 10 is canality. Spirituality is 100 over what? 100. The third prerequisite, foundation that must be laid before you become a spiritual man is that your mind must have been renewed with the word of God. If you remember the first passage we read, (laughs) he said the carnal man cannot understand, the natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit. But the spiritual man judges all things. And he said in, in verse 16, he said, we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Not the mind of the world. The mind we have is not the mind of the world. Romans 12 verse 2 says, do not conform to the standard of this world, but be you what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. If your mindset." are not reset to begin to think like Christ according to the word of God in every area of your life it will be very hard for you to hear the voice of the spirit listen when somebody say I heard the voice of the Lord, the truth is that you can never hear God beyond the level of your mindset the accuracy of your hearing from God is depending on how renewed your mind is that's why this sister can say, the Lord say, I should wear this cloth. This one say, the Lord say, I should not wear the same cloth. For this one, the Lord allowed her to wear this cloth. You know why? She cannot understand. A carnal man cannot understand. So, even if the Lord say, don't wear it, she will not understand. Why will you tell somebody what you will not understand? There is a level. There is a place of understanding. There is a place of mind in hearing God and working with God, and that place of the mind is that your mind must be renewed. That's why, if you say you want to be a spiritual man and you are not, you know, following the Lord, reading the Word of God, Colossians three sixteen said, "Let the word of words of Christ." dwell inside of you richly you can't be poor in the knowledge of God's word the word of God renews your mind makes you to think according to the you know, value system of God the word have their value system there are things they place value upon that are abomination in the sight of God you cannot be spiritual until your mind is renewed to think like God for example, people of the world talk that when you have material things, that you are blessed. And some of you, because your mind has not been renewed about what true blessing from God is, what true prosperity from God is, you are always tempted to call people that have material things that they are blessed. And then you say you are not blessed. Because don't. you are thinking like them, Joseph was in prison And the Bible said he was prosperous Why? Because the Lord was with him So according to the word of God In Genesis chapter 9 Prosperity means presence of God And if that presence is sustained The presence will bring The material things That will come later That's why you don't need to compromise your faith Because once you compromise The presence will leave. There is prosperity that people have when they are, As they are living in sin but when you are to have true prosperity, it must be by the presence of God. Eh? And these are how your mind will be renewed. Sisters, especially, some of them think that by you know putting on all kinds of things, that's what makes you beautiful. But the Bible said, No. First Peter 3 said no. The beauty is not on the outward appearance. Things you are putting on gold, apparel here. The beauty is inside. If you don't understand what true beauty is, according to the word of God, you will see yourself, you know, trying to catch up and make up so that you will be accepted. You will not be the odd person out among people. And the problem is that worldliness is among believers, inside the house. Eh? You know, you had what is raining now. Believers, when they want to make proposal, they will come in the public, and the brother will nail down, eh? Will nail down unto the unto his Lord, the sister, and say, "Lord, will you marry me?" Where did they copy that from? After watching unbelievers act in the film, you believer, you come to practice the ways of the world. For you. I had a, a sister was in a in a place where you know among the, the, the where they they practice that kind of thing. They are doing a kind of a, a sister is doing birthday and invited the, the brother after they have you know these things are deceitful. And then the brother came for her birthday among others, and then the sister knelt uh, the brother nailed down, and then one other sister that was there. That has accepted her proposal Now say no I will not Accept my proposal again The man must nail down And propose to me like I have seen How can he propose without nailing down Look at what is going on Among brethren Among the brethren And people are calling it fashion It is this thing that we keep People are going from one degree Of carnality to another When God wants us to become spiritual men until your mind is renewed. You cannot be spiritual. Write it down. Put your name there. Say until my mind. Confidence, honor. Is renewed. I cannot be a spiritual man. You must take time to allow the word of God to sanctify you. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Until the word of God permeates into your, your, your value system. And bring down the distorted worldly value system of the, of the of the of the of the cosmos and elevate the principles of god's word you will see yourself dancing from one one point to another these are the three foundations that must be settled down i i don't want you to make make mistake about them if these three things are not laid down you cannot be spiritual they are like the four stand on which the spiritual man stands the first stand is what total yieldedness. The second one is what? Love. Extreme, supreme love for God. The third one is what? A mind that is renewed, fundamentally renewed, according to the word of God. Don't forget this. Because on top of that, that's where you build spirituality. If you miss this, you have missed spirituality. If you miss spirituality, you have missed the purpose of God for your life. Now let's look at one way. One way. Somebody say one way. Is one way I discovered a man can be spiritual? Just one. Let us read Luke chapter 4 verse 1. Turn your Bibles very quickly to Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness I want to read that verse again Luke chapter 4 verse 1 want to read and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness what I am seeing in that verse is not a sentence and seen a principle. What is the principle? Being full of the Spirit, and was led by the Spirit. You cannot be led by the Spirit, if you are not full of the Spirit. For a man to be led by the Spirit, the man must be full of the Spirit. For Tidebeludes to be led by the Spirit, today, Chi de must be full of the Spirit today. For Jesus of Nazareth to be led by the Spirit, he must be full of the Spirit. Being a spiritual man requires being diligent always to make sure that you are full of the Spirit. On the day of Pentecost the Bible says the Holy Ghost passed upon them like a tongue of fire and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with tongues. And that became the greatest transformation in the history of man. Peter that denied Jesus before a a slave girl stood before the Sanhedrin and witnessed for Christ. Very bold. To their own shocking. But in the same Acts chapter 4, verse 31, the Bible says they prayed, and when they had prayed, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Acts 4 31. Excuse me, what is it that happened to the one they were filled in Acts 2? Listen. As you are living your daily life, you are dispensing your daily life by the Spirit, if you are a spiritual man. That is why there is a, a need for constant infilling of the Spirit. The one that you got filled with, with today cannot carry you tomorrow. When you wake up tomorrow, you cannot say, I, have, I was filled with the Holy Ghost yesterday, therefore I am filled with the Holy Ghost today. Even when you are sleeping The spirit is being dispensed That's why when you wake up You must return back to the spirit filling station And get filled again and again To be a spiritual man You must be led by the spirit To be led by the spirit You must be filled with the spirit Ephesians 5.18 says, Do not be drunk with wine But be filled with the spirit Do not be drunk with wine But instead Be filled with the Spirit Those of you that are taking alcohol Whether you are taking one spoon Or one bottle Or one tumbler I want you to count yourself out From Holy Ghost Because Holy Ghost is a kind of wine It's a spiritual wine Holy Ghost intoxicates It's when you are Under the intoxication of the Holy Ghost That is in control of your emotions That's when, you know, that's why sometimes, you notice that the day you pray well, worship God well, meditated well, you come out and somebody will say a word that ordinarily would have made you angry in the days you are in the flesh. But you you see yourself smiling, there is no anger. What is happening? You are under intoxication. Eh? Alcohol can only control a man when the man is under intoxication. Once intoxication goes, the man's eyes will be clear. It's a principle. To be led by the Spirit always, I must be filled with the Holy Ghost always. Nothing more, nothing less. That's why Jesus has to withdraw. Because he's noticing that the Spirit level is going down. I can't be you. with this level of the Spirit. He went to, to refill. Somebody say, Spirit filling station. Say it. Where is this filling station located? What is the address? In the presence of God. That's where you are. In fact, if you can maintain the presence of God from morning to night, you will never get go down. And that's the best way. The best way to live is to live in the presence of God. Even when you are washing plates in the kitchen, you know you are with him. You are getting filled so that at any point in time you are you are getting filled as you are reading your book you know you are with him you are getting filled that's how to be filled with the spirit from morning to night you know until we learn to remove the dichotomy we normally place between the secular and the uh, religious eh? we say uh, I have finished my prayer when I was praying I was in the spirit I was you know thinking I was high in the spirit Now I have come down. Where am I now? I have come down from the spirit. Let me now go and wash my clothes. Because washing clothes is a thing of the flesh. That mindset must be renewed. So that you will know that as you are washing clothes, as you are eating, as everything you are doing, you are doing it right in his presence. And you will notice that your spirit level will never go down. Because you can imagine a man, that is connected. You are driving your car, but the pump eh, of the filling station is inside your car and the engine is on. Eh, and you are driving. As the fuel is going, being used by the car, what is happening? It's being replaced immediately because you are in the presence of. Are you getting it? That's the way to live. We are to live before Him in the morning. In the night, in, in the afternoon That's why God said to Abraham Walk ye before me And be you what? Blameless Walk before me, live before me We must be men and women That are living in the presence of God That is how to be filled with the Spirit always And that is how to be led with the Spirit, by the Spirit always And that is what true spirituality is all about Let us pray. Rise on your feet. And pray. God has said so many things to us. On becoming a spiritual man. Can you start. Responding to him in prayer. Based on the area. He has ministered to you as a person. This prayer will not be long. But I will advise you to take more time to pray. Personally after now as you are before him to be filled with the Holy Ghost you are worshipping you are praying you are meditating on the word of God you are trying to do his will his presence is refueling you John 8 29 Jesus says he that sent me is always with me He has not left me alone because I always do those things that are pleasing in His sight. This is the life that God has ordained for us to live. Nothing more, nothing less. Let's not deceive ourselves. That's the life that will enable us to fulfill the purpose of God for our life and make heaven finally. True spirituality is indeed that a man be led by the Spirit always. In all your choices, in all your decisions. In all your responses. In all your actions and reactions. Let him take over. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. And he was led by the Spirit. Can you look at the foundation of spirituality? The three percent on which true spirituality stands. Pray. Total yieldedness. Will you surrender to him in practice? Not in mouth. Singing, I surrender all when you have not really surrendered all.
2: Lendelebo Shandaraba standard. landaraba Shandaraba standard. Renda Lebo Shandaraba Sundolaba standard.
3: Renda Lebo Shandaraba standard. Tonight is very critical very, very critical. This is the the, the secret of Christianity, pleasing God, doing what he wants, not what he wants. Becoming a spiritual man is is the matter. We have very, very few spiritual sisters, very, very few spiritual sisters, so many religious sisters. Very very few ministers, spiritual ministers, but a lot of religious ministers.
2: Mal lebo shanda raba shanda, lende lende lebo shanda raba shanda raba
3: londo kunde My, you must be diligent, oh. Jesus was diligent after a whole night crusade. Early in the morning, he woke up and went to the police station. He went to the police station. There's no room for laziness in this game, there's no room for lousiness in this game.
2: Lende lende shanda, raba shanda raba shanda. Only a spiritual man can, 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 can
3: understand the things of the spirit. Divine love is one of the of, of the things of the spirit that you cannot understand or walk in if you are not a spiritual man. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Not occasionally, but always. Can we pray that God will establish us in this life? Pray that God will establish you as a spiritual man. Pray for establishment. Not being spiritual in the morning and being carnal in the afternoon. Not be spiritual today and being canal tomorrow. Establish me, oh God. Cry to the Lord for establishment as a spiritual man. That guarantees you are going to heaven. That guarantees your productivity as a Christian. That guarantees your resourcefulness in the kingdom. That guarantees results, notable results that will be coming out of your life. Ma shanda rabakundet, landa raba sunda raba
2: lebo Walking in the spirit,
3: talking in the spirit, acting in the spirit, reacting in the spirit, living in the spirit, always,
2: Jesus was not focused on meeting the needs of men, but on doing the will of God.
3: You can't do everything just to please men. For them to be happy. For them not to feel bad. Can you say to the Lord, My interest is your will. Not not on men. Even if men will not be happy, but your will is done, I'm okay.
2: Lende, 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 lebo, Lende, lebo, shanda, The Lord will help
3: somebody today. Establish the foundations. Establish the foundations. Yield and surrender to Him totally. Commit yourself to, to daily mind renewal. Reading the Word of God. I don't know why you will not read the Bible. I don't know why you will not read the Bible and meditate on the word of God. Why are we watching film and other things become more important to you than the word of God? You are spending your time on so many things. Why your mind is already renewed. You are bringing more things to, yes. to, to distort yes. the value yes. system yes. of yes. God yes. in yes. your yes. heart.
2: Yes. Give yes. your life yes. and yes. time yes. to yes. the word of God. So that your mind will be renewed. Becoming a spiritual man will save you from loss. Don't take
3: that step until he asks you to do so. That is spirituality. You are correct. If you have not heard him, don't move. Wait on him. Be the man is looking for. Be a spiritual man. Lord oh, Jesus. This matter cannot be exhausted until you do something in our life today. Do something in my life today. Do something in my life today. I must be a correct man.
2: The
3: spiritual man is the correct man.
2: The canal is not. Pray that you be conscious of his
3: presence. To live in his presence always. To live in the presence of God. Be conscious that he's with you always. Brother Lawrence, it was sort of him that he's always living in the presence of God. He's not an angel, he's a man. We can practice His presence. God help me to practice your presence. To practice your presence always. Nothing is secular for me from now. Teaching students in the classroom is not a secular work. I will go with him to the classroom. I am in full time, serving in full time in the classroom. I must live in His presence when I am making a research as, a, as, as an engineer. I am not doing a thing. I am doing a spiritual thing because that is what He wants me to do. Help me to be careful in this matter. Help me to be conscious of You and Your glory, Your presence, Your will to do that which You want. God this is my prayer today. Lord, capaka today
2: La ba shanda ba gondola ba shanda Ma ye de le bo shanda ba ra paka tete shanda ba ba tete shanda ba shanda ba shanda your mind it's not going to happen by miracle In the name of Jesus Amen.
3: I want to pray for you but you must commit yourself to these three foundations And then to the principle of spirituality Which is being full of the Holy Ghost always And living in His presence Of course when you live in His presence You can guarantee that you are always filled Because He will always fill you you must commit yourself to these things. Especially renewing your mind by reading and meditating always on the word and living in his presence to be filled with him always. Lift up your hands as I pray. Father, I thank you for tonight. I pray for everyone that has heard your words and they are joining us and they are with us that you will make all of us to become spiritual men and women indeed. In the name of Jesus Christ. There are things that must happen in our life for this to be, to, be, to be so. Father, we ask you to cause them to happen. Those of us who are not yet totally surrendered, may we totally surrender to you. May, may you be our love. May all our hearts be given to you. And may we be diligent in renewing our mind. Oh Lord, help us to live in your presence. To live in your presence. To live in your presence. In the morning, in the afternoon, in the night. At every point in time, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. For living in your presence guarantees our fullness of the Spirit. And fullness of of the Spirit guarantees our being led by the Spirit. And being led by the Spirit guarantees our spirituality. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
0: We want to thank you for listening to Moments of Encounter uh, this evening. It was brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors, Enugu, Nigeria. For your questions, your testimonies, comments, please do well to send an email to Calvary Revival at gmail.com. That is Calvary Revival at gmail.com. For further information on our programs and messages, we will be of great blessing to you. Visit our website at org. That is www.carvarywayonline.org. You could also like our Facebook and Telegram pages at Carvaryway Revival Lagos. That is Carvaryway Revival Lagos. Until we return, same time next week on the same channel, endeavor to put uh, into practice the word that you have heard today. May the Almighty God preserve and keep you even in these evil days. Amen, God bless you, and good night you.